And I'm Genevieve. Welcome to Let's Adult, the podcast designed to ask the question, are we adulting yet? Join us every Tuesday where we will be discussing the trials and tribulations of adulting in the modern world. We will be sharing our personal stories of all those not-so-cute messes we've made along the way. You can find us streaming now on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Christmas is uh, it's quickly approaching, and here in the real world, presents are being shipped, wrapped, and gently placed under the tree or in the mail. But in the North Pole, or, you know, so we're told, Santa is making his list and checking it twice. We've all heard the story. It's just one of the many traditions we discussed in our last episode that perpetuate this concept of socially acceptable behavior. But in this episode, we want to dive into what it means to be naughty or nice. Mm -hmm. And we will be doing it all while wearing the appropriate attire. Check out these shirts. I know. The naughty word is perfectly placed over my bosom, if you cannot tell. (laughs) For those of you who are not looking. Maybe you should be a patron and you can see Genevieve's bosom. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like soliciting. Well, you know what? You're right. Let's take that out. Let's take that out. Cut. We probably shouldn't, but that was yeah. hilarious. All right. My my poor my my nice is all the way down my stomach because I don't have any. I don't. You don't want to be a patron to check out my bosoms. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're, they're not those kind of bosoms. <laughs> oh, anyway, God. we have rad shirts and rad shirts. Yeah. Just yeah. for the occasion. Just for the occasion. So we want to start out by discussing how as children, we are shaped at an early age to act nice or else dun, 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 mm-hmm. no presents. Right. Right. But as adults, what is our or else referred to? I mean, no presents? That's obviously not true, right? I think even as children, we learned that the nastiest of little shits still get their video games, <laughs> their toys. So... <laughs> So when I was kind of putting this together, I was playing with the idea, maybe for us adults, this fictional man in the red suit is the giver of guilt. Yeah. This like notion of be nice or else hide your face in shame, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. I 100% agree with that destructive idea (laughs) as a child we only see the materialistic things santa brings us but as we begin to adult santa takes a whole new form one we often relate to stress anxiety guilt and shame society makes the holidays stressful enough we do not need the big guy fill in the patriarchy joke here Genevieve, you're a genius. I was really hoping that you were going to read that out loud so that our listeners know the method behind the madness. So we take turns writing a lot of our our scripts here. And because we love each other and know each other that well, um, I've I've just put that little blurb there for Sonia to step right onto her soapbox for a moment. You know me so. And if I hadn't woken up three minutes ago, I would be all about that. <laughs> so we do not need the big guy telling us to feel bad or not doing good for not doing good yeah. for not doing good. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One man sitting in a magical place 
awkwardly and creepily looking at us magically. Very bizarre. Our every move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to take this into a really crazy place, but because of some illness we've had in our family, I've had like seven minutes of sleep, right? Yes. But do you think that this is part of the reason why people are so afraid to masturbate? Well, that in religion, but I mean, it's same concept, right? And the concept that somebody's of. watching, somebody yeah. is watching you, your every move, yeah. and they're judging your behavior. Sure. And they're putting it on some sort of scale. Yeah. And then based on that scale, you're going to either have good things in your life or you're going to go to hell. (laughs) And let's face it, good things happen when you masturbate. So yeah, just get to it, guys. Yeah. We're going to have to put one of those ratings on this episode. We might have to. (laughs) We might have to because it is a naughty or nice episode and we do talk about a couple of naughty things. Although, you know what? Let's take the shame out of masturbating. Yeah, I love that idea. Let's start I right now. That. Yeah, pro that for a very long time. Uh-huh. I if if a day ever comes where I have children, not that I'm going to be like, yeah, get it, girl, but you know, I'll be like <laughs> definitely <laughs> showing her how to use a hand mirror at a young age and just like get on down there, get get to know your girl, you know, become yeah. best friends. <laughs> the beauty is you don't have to show them. Beauty is, is that it's a natural occurring it's thing, a natural thing. As long as we don't stifle it with exactly. some weird you know, story about a man watching you. Oh God. Oh, so triggering. (laughs) So triggering. Oh Lord. All right. Back to Christmas. (laughs) That's right. So back to Christmas and feeling bad for not doing good Mm -hmm. as a kid. Right. Yeah. We are made to feel bad for not doing good by this very creepy man. Um, but being good can look a little different as an adult, I think. Um, but in many ways, it's all the same as when we were kids. And I think that's because being nice as an adult means acknowledging the inner child in yourself and those around you. So, Sonia. Yes. Have you been naughty or nice this year? Mm. Well, I've been, I've been real good. I've been real good because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Salon's been shut down three times. Ugh. Business closed. Mm-hmm. Fill in the blank. Right. And I haven't killed anyone. Oh my gosh. I, someone give her medals. Give her medals. I know. Give her badges. Okay. I haven't killed any crazy white ladies in the hardware store screaming about masks. You know who you are, Karen. I haven't killed my <laughs> any of my... 70 year old Nazi neighbors. Mm. I, I I haven't killed any of the smart mouth teenagers who think it's funny to poke the bear. Yeah. And even though I've had those thoughts, I've just let them go. I've let the thoughts go and I drink my coffee and I record my podcast and I cry in a corner <laughs> and, and I think that I did a damn good job surviving this, um, this year. Yeah. And you know what? here's here's the most adulting thing about that. I don't give a flying boop who's looking or mm-hmm. who's judging. I don't care. I know what I did. Mm-hmm. I did great. That is adulting. We've talked about this. That is adulting. I think that the ability yeah, to, yeah. The ability to self-evaluate is probably one of the 
the epitome qualities of adulting, in my opinion. Absolutely. And we yeah. all have to cope a little bit this year. Yeah. And I gave myself permission to cope. Good. I've tried all sorts of different things. I started running. <laughs> it's been great. You're doing better than me. I don't know. Yeah. Drinking wine. Yep. <laughs> so what that. about you, though? What have, um, what have you been doing? Or no, are you naughty or nice? Yeah. I mean, that is the question, <clears throat> isn't it? The question du jour. Um, Do you have time to be naughty or nice <laughs> with your schedule? Yeah. And, you know, I think um, as I get into some other questions and points, that'll become a little more clear. So my my initial answer is I, I really do try to be nice. I try to be a good person. Um, but like with most things in life, being good, being nice, as we deem it this time of year, takes a lot of time and effort and, and practice. I, I mean, it's an ongoing evolution of like mistake, error, knowledge, growth, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, with that said, mistakes, uh, mistakes are made uh, every year, um, despite my best efforts. So I can't say for sure. Um, but I did come up with a couple of questions to help us get a little closer to an accurate answer for both of us. Oh, nice. I know. Um, and so is, is killing people on the list? It's not on the list. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's really me. I thought that that was kind of like a given that maybe you wouldn't. And and I would have liked to think that I would know as someone who loves you and you love me and mutual respect, you would have told me that you killed somebody. I would have been a complicit at probably at some level. You Um, would have been my, my one phone call for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I assumed I didn't have to ask because I would have known about it already, but yeah, for sure. Next time, next year, I'll make sure it gets on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could claim insanity for sure. Just go. I think so. Yeah. Postal. We said in one of our other episodes, it's 2020 is a valid excuse <laughs> for a lot of things. This just, is why I have a brand new front yard and a garden in the back because I can't kill people. So I just dig holes. I just. I like. Yeah. Yeah. I just landscape instead. <laughs> <laughs> It gets close just without the corpse. <laughs> right. That's way too much work. I can't work that. Uh, well, so I, I do, I want to be fair and warn everyone. The questions uh, do get a little bit more serious as far as being nice. Cause we do talk a lot about adulting as kind of a responsible human, especially to our fellow peers, specifically to our fellow female peers, as we often do on this show. So we're going to try to keep it as light as possible. But um, with that said, Sonia, the first question is, have you at any point this year ignored someone that really needed you? Mm. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to be honest and say probably. Yeah. I'm not conscious of it because I've been so um, focused on myself. Mm-hmm. And I am not ashamed to admit that. Maybe it's the fact that I've had three minutes of sleep in the last two days, but right? I, um, I've been so focused on <clears throat> myself and my children that I, I have no idea. Every once in a while, especially while I was doing Christmas cards, I would think about friends. I'm like, oh man, I haven't talked to that person in a long time. I should yeah. reach out. And I was like, oh God, I hope they're okay. Right. 
Yeah. And in fact, yesterday I was telling somebody asked, do you know anybody personally who's had COVID? And I was like, oh no, I'm so lucky that none of my family, like we've had everything else you could think Mm -hmm. of, but we have not had COVID. And they're like, wow, you don't know anyone personally. And all of a sudden I thought, I have no idea if I know if anybody has COVID. Yeah. Cause then you're starting to go through the list of people that you do actually know that maybe you're just not staying in touch with. And you think, I'm not sure. Yeah, for sure. And right now I'm going to let that go and Good. send out my holiday cards. And then 2021, I'm going to start reaching out. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I talk a lot about, uh, you know, uh, mental health and you do too, but mm-hmm. I think taking care of yourself first is a real thing. There's mm-hmm. a reason why you put the oxygen mask on your first before others in a crashing airplane. Um, and 2020 is one massive crash of a crashing airplane. So it's, that's, it's a constant crash, a constant crash. Yeah. So let's, Let's all put our own oxygen masks on first. That's what I say. Uh, So my answer to that question is actually really similar. So being in a master's program is exhausting. Um, Not to discount any other life hurdle or challenge or milestone that anyone else goes through. I can only speak from personal experience. And right now in the midst of a master's program, I am very tired, both physically and mentally. Uh, So most days I barely have enough time for my own self-care. And I tend to be an introverted person at baseline anyway. So I require a lot of recharge time from social interactions. And um, maybe one day we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, introverted people being able to be very social outside. They just require a little bit more recharge time. I firmly believe in this concept. Um, and that's really where I place myself on the spectrum of introvert and extrovert. Um, so after academic conversations and listening to fellow classmates vent about their own problems, uh, I know there have been times that I've neglected people that, that need me. Uh, it's never an, a malicious intent, intent by any means. Um, but sometimes it is intentional. And I don't mean that like I've looked at the text and I'm absolutely not responding or someone's calling. Um, but for my own mental well-being, a lot of times I will leave my phone and all my other electronics in the other room at the end of the day and just have, you know, two to three hours before bed where I don't engage. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, I kind of feel um, when you were talking about ignoring people or at least not being available to people, um, I think there's a small art in that as well, because you and I are both people who others go to for emotional support. Mm-hmm. And the question is never asked to us, are you in a situation where you can handle this? Right. Right. You know, are are you are you emotionally strong enough right now to handle my download? Yeah. That that question's never asked. People just yeah. come to us and they're like, oh my God, the sky is falling. And they don't really <laughs> care whether or not your sky is falling. And I it's think so for true. for years I've let people siphon my energy from me um, because I've had the space to be able to recharge. 2020, I have not, I have not had that space no. and I've not been able to recharge. And the, the longer we are in shutdown or lockdown or whatever, the less I can seem to muster up any level of fucks. 
<laughs> at all. Like, I don't even listen to the news anymore because I don't care at this point, which is the first time in my life I've not paid attention to the news. Right. And I just, I don't care. I don't care that you broke up with your boyfriend. I don't care. I just don't care because yeah. it, it's too much right now. I get it. Yeah. And yeah. whether or not that puts us on a naughty list or nice list, I have no idea, but I just, I don't even fucking care if I'm on that list. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Zero fucks given. given yep. Um, well, I mean that if that's uh clearing it up for you guys, there you go. We'll move on to question two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the next one, have you acted inappropriately at any point this year without explanation or justification? Mm. Just just flat out acted mean or angry or malicious or vindictive without a real, like you can sit down and tell yourself, no, this is where I'm at. And this is what I'm thinking. And I've explained it to the other person. I can honestly say I have not done this. Good. Good yeah. for you. Well, you're definitely on the nice list. I'm trying. <laughs> I have not done this, uh, this year. I've used 2020 as an excuse for practically everything. Um, yeah. but I have not been vindictive. I've not, I've, I don't, re, I, yeah, I don't think that I've gone after anyone. And that includes my ex-husband, by the way. I, I feel like I yeah. want a tiara or a trophy or something because more medals, more medals, more, more medals. I have yeah. let that shit go. And I am genuinely happy that he has moved on with his life and that I'm no longer a part of that. And it makes it so easy for me to pick up the phone and say, Hey, yeah. What's up? <laughs> I think he's the only one that I would want to, I don't know, key his car, or burn his house down or something like that. And, yeah. and right and now I not only have I not done that, but I don't have those feelings. You know, I don't, I don't want to do that to him. So that's so amazing. I, I don't usually, I'm not usually a vindictive person, but there is a lot of times that I, I don't know. I'm just nasty or, or at least I used to be like that all the time. Um, as I've gotten older and I've had more opportunity to make many mistakes, especially in my relationships, both romantic and friendships. Um, I've gotten a lot better about communicating this whole, like my state of mind and, you know, what's going on and my feelings that are boiling inside <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> feelings are good. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't still ask for a lot of forgiveness. So for this year, I'd have to say, yes, I still have acted less than I would like for myself. Um, hopefully next year or like the ultimate adulting striving goal for me would be that I am in a place where I can anticipate those emotions and effectively communicate them to avoid the negative interaction altogether. I'm getting closer each year. I just, um, yeah, as of 2020 answering this question, unfortunately, <laughs> Miss Mark. Yeah. Well, it's 2020. And soon we're going to be able to say it's 2021. Oh God, I can't because it's it's not getting any better. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it's a new year, but it's not. We're not well, there I'm yet. It's going to be a shit show. I'm hoping that it's going to be like 
there were a couple of memes in the beginning of 2020, very optimistic individuals, but I think <laughs> this is going to be more fitting for 2021. Um, but relating the year to a mullet in that it was going to be all business on the front and party on the back. And I'm really hoping that 2021 is that year for us. So we can like, just get this shit done, you know, buckle down some serious science behind things, get some real like movement happening, fixes of some kind, right in the right direction, at least. And then maybe by the middle of the year, second half of it party in the back, right? Yeah, that's that's a very op- optimistic for sure. I I look at it more as a 1989 uh, spiral perm with all of the Aquanet possible to hold it up. Like I I just like we just maybe this is my own life. I don't know. I just need as much Aquanet to keep it all together. Get it? Yeah. Right now, and I just keep making it bigger and bigger to distract from you know the the, the reality of the demise that I'm yes, feeling. Yes. I don't know. You know, every time the salon closes, I go into whatever this is right <laughs> for all of those who are look or who are watching. It's, it's not pretty. Um, it's I just beautiful. go down. Beautiful. Don't listen to her. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not beautiful. I'm just saying like, you know, I don't brush my hair. <laughs> just, yeah. Like what's the point? <laughs> you know I mean? have so much space and energy for so many oh, things in life, you know, and sometimes mental health takes a, a front seat on that one and brushing hair backseat far back, back in the trunk, really mm-hmm. just, you know, in the, yeah. in the open bed of the truck, even just not even secure. Whatsoever. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Those, <laughs> thank God. Those stupid messy buns are in style because that's all I'm oh, able to right? figure out right now. Maybe, yeah. you know what? Listeners, let's put out this, put this in the universe. When this is all over with, can we start doing our hair again? Like, I, I really want to see some, I want to see us all get out of our yoga pants and stretchy pants. Oh, I want us to, to brush our hair and teeth and yeah. just. That's the one for me. I would like everyone to know. So yoga pants is the one for me. I know yeah. as, you know, as someone who is brilliant with hair as you are I'm sure that that is like the one thing you would really love to see but even at seven o'clock in the morning here I am rolled out of bed jeans okay I don't put on yoga pants I'm not a fan um mm-hmm. can we all just start putting on real real clothes again when you're out of the house right like yeah I get it I get it when you're in the house we all want to be comfy in the house and I get it if you are legitimately on your way to working out in such a capacity that you need free movement in your hip and knee joints yes. and crotchal area shopping at your local grocery store does not require that amount of stretchiness. I'm just saying, no, unless unless you are like trying to reach at the back of the bottom shelf of the chip aisle, because your favorite bag of chips is like all the way down, then maybe Olympic sport level grocery shopping. But other (laughs) than that, leave the stretchy pants at home. Okay. Yoga pants have no place. After, after COVID. After COVID. After COVID. You guys do whatever the hell you need to do to function. I don't care if you're wearing a thong string bikini outside of your sequence jumper. You go ahead and do what you need to do to get through this goddamn year and next year for that matter. I'm talking about after that. Like when we all go back to whatever is new, our new normal, let's get out of our stretchy pants. I'll be the first ones to do it. I don't know if I can fit into any of my jeans anymore. But I'm going to definitely give it a go. I'm going to brush through this, whatever this is. It's going to be good. I'm going to put some color back in my face. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But not right now. 
those of you that are wearing the thong with the sequined <laughs> jumpsuit, will you please take a picture and tag us on Instagram? Because that will help us all get through 2020. So I know for a fact that I have three people listening right now that are going to take that challenge and run with it. Wow. I yeah. love it. I'm going to call out Lindsay Terry, Shredder, and Bird. You guys all, I need you in sequenced with thongs immediately. Yes. Yep. <laughs> call to action. There we go. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good. Uh, All right. Well, then I guess we can go into our next question. Mm -hmm. Um, It's sort of segues. It's a continuation of the last question. Mm -hmm. But have you ever expressed your feelings through petty or passive aggressive behavior? Fuck yeah, I have. Right? 100%. I'm owning it. I had to refrain from (laughs) typing typing that very thing for my response. I'm not proud of it. It's not something I well, try to do. It's not something I I, I want. I, I don't want that in my life. I cannot stand sarcasm and I cannot stand passive aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and be aggressive, not physically, and, and know your limits because I will check you. But passive aggressive makes me want to punch you in the face. I'd rather somebody come out and say, damn, that was rude. Don't do that. Don't treat me like that or whatever. I would 100% yeah. rather that happen than for somebody to say like, hmm passive aggressive comment here. Right. I can't even think of one right now, but I've absolutely done that. And the minute I do it, I turn around and say, that was a dick thing to say. I'm really sorry. Mm -hmm. Hashtag 2020. Right. Right. Well, so my answer is still uh, hell. Yes, I have, (laughs) but I will go one step further and explain myself. Mm -hmm. Um, According to the women in my family, this is a skill for which only the highest level of merits is reserved. Oh. So like it, it is, uh, this is something that you aspire to. And Perfect. I don't think it's ever been a spoken challenge. Like, a, I think we've just been doing our own Olympic level sport for the last two decades. Um, and like, there's some kind of internal mental tally on who had the better passive aggressive burn last gathering of some kind right (laughs) but it's just i I mean this is do you ever do you remember or did you ever watch um everybody loves raymond oh of course so his mother i mean every time we would watch that it was Mm -hmm. like here's our idol this is it this is the woman we're all straight this is my grandmother this is my mother this is ah." (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i cannot stand that I can't stand yeah. it. And I, you know, I, I love to hate that character because I just want to slap her across the goddamn face. Right. The one, the, the old lady that I aspire to be is um, Sophia yeah. from the golden girls, because she's just flat out aggressive. And that's what I'm talking about. Like she doesn't hold back. She's a mean. And you know, the only reason we love her is because she's four foot one and just the most adorable little peanut, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> there's nothing passive about that character. And yeah that's more where my family goes. Like you're, you're just in your face about it. (laughs) That is what I'm hoping to get to. I I think that's my next adulting challenge is to try and be less passive and more direct. I'm actually a really direct person. You know me. I think so. Tell you how it is. Oh yeah. Um, And if I am passive aggressive, it tends to be in, in good nature. Like I never am doing it to try and really truly say something hurtful without being direct about it. Um, yeah, but you see, like, I, like, I don't, I don't mean know. to interrupt you, but I see, I, I, I don't like that because 
it's kind of like saying, oh, I was just kidding. Like you're hiding behind, right. like you're saying what you want to say, but you're hiding behind, I'm just kidding or yes. some sort of passive behavior. Right. And then when the person gets upset, you're like, oh, honey, I was just having fun. It's like, no, yeah. you weren't. You were being a bitch. And now you're yeah. too afraid to stand behind your convictions. Yes. Just, Which is exactly why I try not to yeah. use it in that capacity. Right? No. Like I try not to, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, that will be the next adulting challenge, I think. I don't think it's going to be a challenge because I think you're already there. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's very sweet. Maybe not with your family, but with, with your friends for sure. Okay, good. Well, that's the family that matters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to let you answer this question first. Again, I like all the other ones because for me, um, it's a little, I, I wrote the question, uh, not realizing where I was going to go when I answered it. Cause mm -hmm. they were days apart from each other, but, um, is this, have, a, is this a trigger warning? Should we say this a little, little? I guess? Okay. Yeah. My answer will be, um, okay. not necessarily the question though, but have you sought attention in unhealthy ways? I can honestly say no, I have not. I don't have the energy. I don't care. Uh, <clears throat> I don't need attention right now. I just need people to get the fuck out of my face and let me drink wine and cry in the closet. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm con I am surrounded by people constantly. I have two teenagers and yeah. their significant others. And yeah. so our pod, our like family bubble is me and four teenagers. So all I want is for people to leave me alone. And I just, I texted my friend yes last night because I was sitting here reminiscing about the kids growing up. And I thought, man, I wish I would have spent more quality time with them. And I wish I would have, like, did I do enough? You know, I ask this question all the time. Did I do enough with these kids? And as soon as I asked it, the universe was like, let's see. And all 97 kids came out into the living room and sat oh down and were, they were like, hey, mom, we want to connect with you. And I literally physically rolled my eyes and went, Oh God, really? I'm trying to catch up on my shows. I was like, well, there you go. You answered your own goddamn question. You did not it. spend enough time with your children. They're here right now as like 19 year olds asking for time and you're rolling your eyes. So I turned Maybe. off Maybe you spent more than enough time with them as kids <laughs> and you just, you've hit your max and I you, as a, a, a real adult person who wants their own space is mm -hmm. just saying, no, my adult children go live your own adulty lives. I'm, I'm to that point now. And I, I think 90% uh, of it is being trapped in the house with them for the last nine months. That would do it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then the other part I think is that, um, I knew that empty nesting would be devastating to me. So I started separating early. <laughs> I want to be ready for when this happens. And At the just, yeah, I didn't plan it correctly. You know, I'm ready for empty nesting and they're still here. And they're not, they're not <laughs> with, leaving the house. with no end in sight <laughs> because where are they going to go? I know. Well, COVID, <laughs> go. 2020. So anyway, I can honestly say no, I have not sought out any healthy or unhealthy attention in any way. Okay. Taking it one step further, avoid the attention altogether. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> How about you? Oh, oh goodness. Okay. Well, so I did warn, um, that, so this is probably the most serious topic, but, uh, for me, yes, definitely. Um, this year, not so much. I feel like this is something that I have worked on my entire life um, and have gotten progressively better with each year. 
Um, but you know, as a, as a victim of sexual abuse, as a young kid, I, everything's just kind of wired a little bit wonkier than the average Joe. Right. So I still struggle with this one. Cause, um, when I originally wrote this question, I was thinking more about like a child like tantrum, um, that we all see adults do as far as like seeking attention in unhealthy ways that like, you know, storming through the house or kind of poking the bear of somebody you love because they're not giving you attention. Mm -hmm. But it dawned on me that, um, there is still that person in me that kind of, you know, is used to soliciting sexual attention. Now, you know, it's a brilliant protective mechanism where I tell myself, if I conquer you, you can't conquer me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that whole thing. Um, so a majority of the time it's always been really fun, wink, wink, and <laughs> positive uh, experiences, but it can, of course, attract the wrong kind of attention. And that's, um, has been the case in the past, not this year. Uh, I don't think No, that's maybe once this year. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, so you're the Blanche and I'm the Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that, that is a, um, a powerful statement to make on a podcast. And I am, I don't want to say proud of your bravery because I feel like that sounds um, kind of whatever the word is. Our listeners will fill in the gap where my brain yeah. is backfiring. But um, I think that it is, it's one of the things I love about you and I doing this podcast is that we're talking about stuff that people aren't talking about, or at least we're continuing the conversation that people before us have started. And one of those conversations that we are really going to get into after the holidays is sexual abuse, yeah. because I don't know a single female that has not at one point in her life been a victim of sexual abuse. And uh, it needs to be talked about in my opinion, at a level where people are no longer accepting of it and that people are not afraid to, speak about it. Yeah. You know, I and don't, I don't want people whispering about their sexual abuse anymore. Right. Right. And that's exactly why I, I, I am very comfortable talking about it. And, um, you know, it, it's so nice to hear that you're proud of me, but I, it's one of those, um, patronizing, patronizing is a word, well, you know, I, I don't want to be patronizing. Yeah. And I, coming from you, it never is. I know, but, um, there are so many women who have experienced it on some level. Un unfortunately, there are those who have experienced on a really, really traumatic level and continually on a chronic occurrence. And there are those who experience in everyday life. I mean, even traveling to work is putting you at risk for any being at work back when we were in a workplace puts you at risk for that stuff. Um, and I think it's important to recognize how that alters our behavior and our ability to quote adult later on. Cause a lot of times when our inner child is violated on that level, it's, it never grows. That's that place of your inner child just kind of is stuck there in this time capsule. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of work to get it to grow and have conversations with your inner child. I don't mean to start getting really cheesy with a lot of people, but that's the therapist in me. Um, you know, it takes a lot, it takes a lot of effort. And part of that is talking about it with other people, not just yourself. So yeah. I just thought I'd throw it out there, particularly for people who maybe have had this experience within, you know, um, 
within the holidays, or maybe this is bringing up, you know, bad memories. So uh, it's okay to experience those. And it's okay to acknowledge that sometimes your inner child acts out and does bad behavior. You're not a naughty person, you know, no. you just going through. Which I think is the whole point to this episode is that the naughty nice list is a fucked up list. And it's a, it's, we're getting rid of it this year. This is not part of our holiday tradition. The let's adult family is throwing the naughty list, the nice and naughty list in the trash because Mm -hmm. it is who the, who are you to judge anyone ever, ever, Ever. even, even the Karens that I would just want to slash your tires. I'm like, I don't know what they're going through right now. I don't know what their, their scenarios. I mean, I've, in my brain, I've created the scenario because I don't know. So I created my own story. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, there have been plenty of times where I've thrown a temper tantrum in a store for some reason or over the phone, my God, with utilities, Lord. And I, you know, as I'm screaming and crying, I'm also saying, I know this isn't your fault. You're just the messenger, but what the hell, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So um, I I guess my point is instead of putting people on a naughty and nice list and weighing and measuring their, how they're coping with life, maybe we should all just have compassion for each other and just look at, so, I mean, like, this is what I do. I look at somebody and say, damn, you must be having a hard day. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage, I encourage all of us and all of our listeners to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, whether you know, regardless of your religion, because I think this runs through all religions, but uh, it is my opinion that your life is between you and God and that's it. And you don't mm-hmm. have to explain yourself to anybody else. Yep. It's just between you and God. More medals and merits for you. You are on a roll today. I'm <laughs> loving it. See, <laughs> sleep deprivation is good for me. <laughs> Where the genius comes. <laughs> I don't suggest it to anyone. All right. Well, maybe you're nice and delirious and very honest at this point. So I'll ask you the next question. Have have you ever told a secret that wasn't yours this year? Oh, I have. You have? I can't remember what it is, but I'm sure. I I was not, I don't think I was a gossiper before 2020, but I feel like I am now. Mm. And, you know, not necessarily about people who I know, but um, because I haven't seen anyone I know. (laughs) There's nothing to talk about. You talk about, yeah. But um, oh my gosh, I've gotten really into talking shit about celebrities and mm. people with uh, means. Yeah, you know, like I, I love to dig into um, the billionaires, and I don't yeah. even know them. I don't know them. I don't know their stories. I mean, it's hard to sit here and give compassion to people who have more money than they can literally more money than they could possibly spend. Yeah. Who knows what they're going through? I don't. Yeah. My daughter calls it the T she she'll call me up and say, actually at this point, she just walks out of her bedroom and says, Oh my God, mom, I've got some tea. (laughs) And then as I learned in episode one of this podcast, season one, I say, show me the receipts. (laughs) Whereas before I didn't care what the Kardashians were doing. I really don't give a flying F about them, but December 12th, 2020. I'm like, yeah, let me, what, why is Kim mm-hmm. mad at Karen or whatever their <laughs> fucking names are? You know, who knows? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even really think about um, people we don't interact with. And in, when I was 
kind of thinking about this question. So in that sense, yeah, I probably, there's probably some people that I have spoken ill of in my own process of venting. Um, but in regards to like out and outright, somebody comes to me and tells me something and then turning around and saying it to someone else. That's one thing I try very, very hard and have succeeded in not doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say, um, that, uh, this year, um, I don't, I don't know that I've necessarily talked about my divorce in detail on this mm -hmm. podcast, but, uh, the lowdown is that I didn't know it was coming. It was a complete shock to me. Uh, when my ex-husband told me he was done, like we were looking at rental properties, like vacation properties a month and a half before he left and talking about purchasing them. And, uh, so it was a complete shock to me. So it took a long time for me to come to terms with that. And he very quickly got into another relationship very quickly, very quickly. So it, um, it is my, I I'm, I'm <laughs> let's not, yeah, I'm going to stop there, but it, it's, it, it was uh, pretty apparent to a lot of people that just based on the timeline, that there was probably something going on before mm -hmm. he left me, which is fine. He's very happy now. And that's great. I want everybody to be happy and he's happy and I'm happy and everybody's happy. So I'm not upset that this happened anymore, but they did get married this year. And even though I'm not upset about them getting married, I've, I've literally not an ounce of me upset about that. It was a really easy scenario to talk shit about. Oh yeah. Especially during a COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it took everything in my being. Like, I think there must have been divine intervention for me to not talk shit about this, especially with my children, mm -hmm. because I did not want to influence them in any way about whether or not they should attend this wedding or what they should, how they should feel about this wedding. I really do my best to remove myself from that. And, you know, when I talk about him, I always say, oh yeah, dad's doing this, or, you know, you should reach out to dad or whatever. So if there was an opportunity for me to talk shit, it would have been this year. <laughs> And I think I did a pretty good job of keeping it to, you know, like a very small group of people who are highly trusted individuals, just so I could get it out of my, you know, myself. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I've told you this before, but I, I feel um, obligated to say it on the air so that everyone else knows how amazing you are just as much as I do. Um, but I have always really really, really looked up to you for your ability to not shit talk your partner to your children. Mm. Um, not only is that an amazing adulting thing, it's just an amazing parenting thing because I think a lot of parents who go through divorce, which is let's face it, a majority of individuals yeah. in our country, um, it, that's a really hard thing to do. And I don't know that they even are aware of the damage that it does when they're doing it but children have a very different perspective of their parents. They were not in a romantic relationship right. with their parents. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a kind of whether it's sacred or not, or healthy or not, or what have you, it's their relationship. And um, I have just always really, really looked up to you for your ability to 
have enough self-control within yourself and see the repercussions it could potentially have to, to stop it and to not let it happen. So. Yeah. Well, I'm a product of divorce myself. My, my yeah. parents got divorced when I was five and I know firsthand the damage that that would do. And um, that is the only reason that, and my very good friends telling me, reminding me, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth mm-hmm. shut. Mm-hmm. If you have something to say, call us, don't tell it to your children. Yeah. And I will go on record to say that I successfully did that. I don't know how, by the grace of God, I did not talk shit about my ex to yeah. my children. Yeah. Um, I have, like I said, a small group of people who I will call <laughs> and say, oh my God, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. But <laughs> as far as my kids are concerned, um, they made up their own minds about what was happening and yeah. I, I stayed out of it. Yeah, I did successfully stayed out of it. But this year especially was really hard because of the, the COVID, <laughs> the COVID wedding. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, you guys take that money and go somewhere epic. Mm-hmm. Like go to Tahiti or somewhere fucking amazing santorini like why a wedding but i mean that's my question to everybody not just their next no i know yeah we're we're off topic i'm sorry that's okay we're gonna we're gonna shift gears like a hard u-turn here uh for our very last question okay just because um this is a naughty or nice episode and we can't obviously can't have one of these without talking about true sexual nature so yeah yeah this year have you put your needs before your partners in the bedroom this year put my needs i have not had i haven't it's 2020 genevieve there's gotta be some encounter i have not had a i have not had an encounter this year no all right let's think back then okay let's let's pull on other years okay we'll we'll substitute for this year i suppose in in (laughs) In my current relationship, um, my partner is incredible. He's incredible. And uh, my I don't have to put my needs first. They just, he does. Because he it does. just, he he does. Does. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blushing right now. I love it. It's a good thing you're wearing the green shirt today. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's an incredible, uh, very kind and generous person in many ways. I love that. You're Me very too. fortunate. Me too. Very fortunate for that. I won't speak to my past relationships because they don't matter today. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay. I'll talk about my past one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all um, all endeavors are, you know, nothing lost, nothing gained. Um, so my answer to this question is um, always, I always do this um, in some way or another because I... Uh, you know this about me and it's okay if the listeners know too, I have nothing to hide. I really enjoy sex and my own sexuality and I'm very comfortable discussing the topic. Um, So even if it's me with the goal of pleasuring the other person, it's still because that's kind of where my head's at right now. And that's, what's getting my rocks off, you know, like I just, yeah. Um, So for me, always, always which I, is so brilliant it's so brilliant and i want to talk about i want to make a whole episode out of this because oh, I, think, I think women need to hear this yeah. it's something i learned late in life yeah and it is phenomenal it's so good once you it's get so there good. um and you're able to empower yourself it's it is really brilliant 
This is all the more reason, though, why we should allow and encourage our our young females of the world to grab that hand mirror early. (laughs) Yes. No shame. We don't know what to tell them you want if you don't even know what you want. So yeah, and there's we're going to take the shame out of sex in this ep. Not in this episode, Jesus, but in in this podcast. That's one of our. We have our own little to do list of like what we want to accomplish out of this podcast, and taking the shame out of sex is definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. Yep, It's, it's high on our list. Yep. For everybody, men and women, because Absolutely, men yes. have just as much shame as women do. And it's ridiculous. They do. They do. It's in different ways. Um, and we obviously can only speak from direct perspective of the female. But um, yes, open sexuality for all, however you identify. Yeah. And if I if I can go a little further with this, this is probably. I Well, like I said, I hate the naughty and nice list. But the naughty and nice list when it comes to sexuality is the worst for me. I get so angry about it. Um, I, I don't think I, like I said, it's between at that point, it's between you and God and your partner. And as long as it's consensual, Mm -hmm. I don't even know why, why we're wasting our energy judging anybody about anything. It's pretty clear. Adulting is hard. And sometimes our inner child is feeling defiant Behavior, whether good or bad, is a sign to something. Adulting is the process of recognizing it so we can support ourselves and those around us in need. Mm -hmm. And that's not really an easy thing to do. So we've come up with a list of suggestions for dealing with that defiant inner child. Number one, uh, we did kind of talk a little bit about this earlier when answering our questions, but providing yourself and others emotional connection and positive attention. Even if you are on the opposite spectrum and need space and individual reflection, communication is key. Let that person know you care and acknowledge their pain, but you're not available at this time. This I thought was really important with our discussion of not being there for someone who needed your support. Um, And I knew that, you know, both of our responses were obviously going to be Uh, not intentionally ignoring someone, um, but more for our own self-preservation. So I just wanted to bring this back by saying, it's okay to say you're not available, either emotionally available, mentally available. It's okay. The communication is what will allow them to make their own next behavioral choice, whether that is to be naughty or self-destructive or nice and respect your boundaries. I love that. Yeah. Offer opportunities for growth and knowledge. People need to feel capable and in control. Allow yourself to explore new hobbies, take on more responsibility, or challenge your mind in new and different ways. If people are never allowed to try something themselves, they are sent the message that they are not capable and take on the role of failure. Oh my God, so true. (laughs) Try something new and have room to grow is how our inner child learns to fly. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I thought that was very appropriate for you to read because we were just talking about you going back to school and everything else. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I think our inner child gets really um, stagnant and complacent when we've been doing the same thing over and over. And Mm -hmm. we've already mastered that task and we already know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
you know, giving, giving ourselves the space to grow and learn and uh, eventually fly in a new area of our life and explore new possibilities and opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <clears throat> in relation to, you know, your fellow peers, inner child, if you constantly, even if it is from a good place and well-intentioned, if you constantly finish a task for someone else or interrupt them and finish whatever it is they are attempting to complete themselves, you send them the message that that they're not going to do it right or they're not capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just giving ourselves and each other the space to be able to do this exploration so that we kind of take on that empowerment that we all we all need and seek to thrive. Yes, and I I think that we should do an entire episode on this because um this is this is part of the broken inner child that I think we all have the opportunity to look at in ourselves. Yeah, I 100% agree. We could spend a, a handful of episodes. I mean, certainly more than 1 hour on that topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our last to do and little bit of advice is schedule a timeout. Um, that is so much an inner child thing, but giving or asking for space should be something that is well communicated and clearly defined. Uh, so cutting people off to show them a lesson or teach them something really only makes them more confused, resentful, and saddened. So although timeout is a very real and valid thing and serves a very great purpose. Just make sure that you are communicating um, and taking time for yourself uh, in a way that is explained to the other party. Even if it's just to say you don't know why you're upset yet, it's okay to take the time to figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's a really good one. Always, but especially right now when people are feeling so overwhelmed. And I, you know, I think one of the things I've heard from people is that they're feeling overwhelmed for quote unquote, no reason. And I keep seeing these posts on Instagram that say things like it's okay to not be okay right now. And the fact that people need to be reminded of that directly correlates with what we're talking about right now, in my opinion, which is that in our society, we are not allowed to fail. And if you're failing in any aspect of your life, then it creates this, this internal backfire right? Because we're supposed to be doing something. We're achieving something or going after something or like even in the middle of this pandemic, people have been commenting to me about, you know, I've had eight months to lose all this weight and all I've done is gain. But all you've done is gained five (laughs) right? in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody has these ideas of what they're supposed to be doing right now. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I keep going on these tangents, but good tangents though. I think they are. Are yes, they? Absolutely. I think that they are all very good bits of wisdom and um, a, a really great new episode ideas, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be continued. On yeah, that. All of these, these, are, these are all I could, I could talk about each one of these for an hour. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to wrap up this episode uh, just by saying and reminding everyone that you are the only one in control of your own behavior, and that is all you're in control of. So um, however someone else's inner child acts is not your problem. Um, And if we are to keep this 
list of ours, this like, where do you fall naughty or nice? It should be one that you create for yourself and you should be the only judge of that character. So yes. And then to piggyback off of that is to understand that people's reactions are based on the tools that they have. And if they don't have the same tools as you, they're going to react differently. And that reaction is none of your Mm -hmm. business. Yep. You are only in control of what you say and do and how you respond. Yep. And that's that's it. it. And since that was a very serious topic, um, we're just going to end it on kind of a fun, goofy note. Uh, Yeah, just a fun, goofy note, because I like sending people away with happy thoughts and kind of um, giggles of some kind. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I stumbled across this website created by the North Pole Government Department of Christmas Affairs. (laughs) Seriously, it's a thing Um, to review Santa's official list. And of course, by that, I mean, totally fictional created by humans struggling with their own inner child and navigation of the adulting world type list. Mm -hmm. So these hilarious adults have taken names from all over the world and then just arbitrarily attached and deemed them either naughty or nice. And it's hilarious. Uh, It has probably every name in a baby book you can think of. Um, You can find your name at christmasaffairs.com and check out the list. They even have a naughty reform program. If you find yourself yourself on the naughty list, you you can also appeal um, as you do with any other government system. Of course, this is a totally fictional Christmas government. Um, But that would be a really cool thing to have, though, if they appealed a naughty person and then sent you some sort of uh, certificate or something yeah. that, you know, your, your yeah, appeal went you're through. Yeah, you're officially reformed. Yeah, good. you've been deemed good. <laughs> <laughs> your your um, name has been expunged from the naughty list, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, so, of course, I had to I had to look our names up, right? Sonia? Yes. It shall come as no surprise that you are, in fact... Nice. Oh, and so assuming that no one knew how to spell my name, um, I went and found the correct spelling of my name, to which I am also nice. But wouldn't you know, as I scroll my eyes to the right, there's my name correctly spelled naughty. I know, I know. So um, I guess the moral of the story is maybe is someone watching me? Hmm. I don't know. Krampus might be coming to whip you. Gosh, one can only hope. (laughs) Is he going to be wearing the thong and the sequin jumpsuit? Because that would be great. (laughs) If you're an artist and you're bored, will you please draw us Krampus in a sequin jumpsuit suit with Mm -hmm. a thong whipping Genevieve? I would love that. That's I'll all I want it. for I, That will go on my wall. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, yes. All right. That's it, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. Look for this and other episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Visit letsadultpod.com now for more information on episodes, how to support us, and where to follow us. And don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, comment, and share so we can continue to ask the question, are we we adulting adulting yet?